Hey guys, it's Hadley. And it's Emily. And the bitches are back. And things are going to get dark. Damned. And disturbed. Hello, Dookie. That was loud, girl. Hey, girl. Sorry, girl. It didn't seem like it was loud to me. I don't know. I can't hear myself. Um, you're definitely the one out of the two of us that can. Um, so <laughs> with this case, I decided <laughs> I was on a conspiracy theory kick and I decided that um, I wanted to just research. It was something I saw on TikTok. And it's actually something that I'm pretty passionate about. So today, Emily, we are talking about Titanic conspiracy theories. Oh, Lord. I'm ready. I'm here for it. Okay. So I low-key thought about having my sister come on and do this episode with us. But that is just because if you knew me when I was younger, you already know that it only makes sense that I'm covering this. Emily, when I tell you that I was was slash probably still am obsessed with the titanic it is the understatement of the year uh random tidbit uh you know our guest that we had on which the episode's gonna be long out by now brie who did told us her ghost stories um she told me that sometimes when you um hyper focus on things or like you feel drawn to something or attached to something it could be like it could have a connection to your past life so i'm wondering if maybe in a past life i died on the titanic i don't know how anyway. nice. How cool. How cold. Just a, just a little tragic. Maybe that's why I don't like the cold. Um, so I watched this movie so much. And yes, it was in fact on the two VHS tapes. I love that. It was a it was a cinematic experience, folks. Two VHS tapes. Um, but anyway, I could talk along with the movie. The movie is like over three hours long. I could verbatim talk along with it because I watched it that many times. It has been years since I've seen it. It has been 84 years and I can still smell the fresh paint. Titanic oh was called the ship of dreams and it was. It, it sounds really like I would was. really hate to watch it with her. You absolutely would hate to watch it with me because <laughs> I can literally, I probably still could talk along with a decent chunk of it, but I don't want to get in trouble. So we're not going to keep going. <laughs> um, so not only could I talk along with the movie, but what I was mainly obsessed with was the boat and like researching the boat. We had history fairs at my middle school and my high school as well. I don't know if you've ever had one of those or if they did them where you were, but it's basically science fair, but with a, with a history subject. So you're not doing like testing. You basically just pick a point, an angle, a topic, whatever, about something that happened in history. And you just do one of those tri-folding poster boards you make your case you explain x y and z and it goes into like your gym or your cafeteria or wherever and they all look at it and you get judged <laughs> my eighth grade history fair project was on the titanic and so shout out to Maya Nelson uh because Maya Nelson at her work they printed off a huge it took up the whole center section of the board the titanic but on like the yard sign like where you can like stick it down on the metal sticks and like yeah. push it around it was that material and it was the boat, and it started off small, and it got huge, like it was coming at you. Just, I mean, just a masterpiece. Um, and so, uh, this, none of this has anything to do with these conspiracy theories, but I just wanted to set the stage 
because when I tell you that I already knew most of these conspiracy theories, but what prompted me to do this is a conspiracy theory that I heard on TikTok. But I want to just set the stage because I have been obsessed with this boat and obsessed with what happened since I was probably seven or eight years old. So we're going on about 15 years of me literally being obsessed. So we're going to talk about the conspiracy theories, but first I want to state the facts in case people don't have that info fresh in their minds like I have for the last 15 years. Um, So the (laughs) Titanic left Southampton, which is in the UK, on April 11th, 1912. From April 11th to April 13th, they did receive ice warnings. And at 11.40 p.m. on April 14th, 1912, the Titanic hit an iceberg. At 12.30 a.m. on April 15th, the lifeboats were lowered, which... They did not have enough spaces on the lifeboats for all the people that were on the boat. I think we all know that by now. At 2.10 a.m., the lights finally went out on board. At 2.17 a.m., the ship broke in half. At 2.19, the bow began to sink. And at 2.24 a.m., the Titanic finally reached the bottom of the ocean where it still lies today. So, we all know a few things about the story are true. The boat left from the UK. It was headed for the U.S. It sank in between the two despite receiving the several ice warnings. Um, 1,517 people out of the 2,223 people on board died. And so, those are the facts. We're going to get into the conspiracy theories, which I'm so excited about. I'm ready. I'm here for it. I am very passionate about this. So, (laughs) one of the more popular ones is that it was not actually the Titanic that sank. Now, insurance fraud is far from a new concept. Um, the story goes that the Titanic was switched with another White Star Line ship, which that's the company that owned the Titanic. It was switched with the RMS Olympic. So basically, they switched the names and sent out the Olympic uh, to wreck it and collect an insurance payment for the damages. They believe that the company found the Olympic's damages that it already had to be not worth fixing. So if they sank it, they would just get an insurance check and just could write it off. Uh, But there are a few reasons why this doesn't really pan out, and they all really kind of stem from the fact that this just, it genuinely doesn't make any sense. Uh, For starters, the Olympic was actually damaged while sailing the same path from the UK to New York in September 1911, and it went to a shipyard in Belfast for repairs. When they got it fixed and sent it out again, it went to New York and back, and then went back to Belfast again for more repairs in March of my (laughs) my computer has that touch bar and so it'll start auto doing things I apparently hit the year 2019 I do definitely think it was repaired long before 2019 (laughs) yeah I'd say so Um, it was 1912 that it went back to Belfast the second time so it went back to the shipyard again just a couple of weeks before the Titanic set sail and I did see a picture of the Olympic and it literally had a huge hole in the side of it so she was just like not doing all that great in 1911 she was not her best self she had a gigantic hole in the side of her which last I checked that's pretty crucial to not sinking a ship is not having holes yeah I'd say so but this theory other than not making sense it's also just hellaciously morbid because if it's true they really killed over 1500 people for a check and you would do it too for a check which that's not even the biggest flaw with this the biggest flaw with this theory is that the insurance that they had at the time would not have been enough to cover them actually losing the entire ship so literally if yeah. they got if they got a check it would not have actually covered the cost of like the damages and 
the lost lot. Like it would, it was not enough money. So it's just like, uh, I don't think that's what happened. Yeah, no. Mm -mm. Next. No. So another popular theory is that J.P. Morgan planned the entire thing to kill his rivals, which like, what a power move that you have a conspiracy theory about you like this. Like, J.P. Morgan apparently planned to kill his rivals his rival millionaires who were Jacob Astor, Isidore Strauss, and Benjamin Guggenheim. And all of these men, I love that name, Guggenheim. I love that so much. Guggenheim. Guggenheim. All three of those men did actually die on board. Like they died when the Titanic sank. But apparently JP Morgan had planned to sail on the Titanic as well and last minute changed his mind. But this does not explain how he got the boat to run into an iceberg. And no. he genuinely had no way to guarantee that the three millionaires he was going after were going to be among the 1,500 people that died. So it just it doesn't make any <laughs> sense, y'all. Because, um, I mean, obviously... A majority of the people did die but a decent chunk of them lived and i can tell you right now with my luck if i was trying to plan an entire boat sinking the people i was trying to kill would probably make it yeah um, for sure they would be like i swim in the arctic for fun like i can survive in this like with my luck this is a hobby this is a hobby of mine as a rich person <laughs> in the 1900s <laughs> um there's a couple of other theories that are a little bit more out there uh one talks about this one i just found interesting because i was like really stretching here so there was there was an editor that had claimed there was a cursed mummy <laughs> that had been causing disaster and death and destruction all around london and they now think that the cursed mummy is what sank the titanic and it's it's one of those things that it kind of stems from a lot of the things um, the things like when you encroach on like Native American burial grounds or like you encroach on like you know the tombs in Egypt like where there's a curse like it was kind of that thing where they were like no nah, you pissed him off because you like encroached on his on his business and so he sank your boat and the other like weird one <laughs> is that the ship's numbers read no pope backwards the ship's numbers are 390904, which when you reverse it in that order, it does kind of look like it says no Pope. Um, people believe that this was a sign of the ship's inevitable doom, and that's what caused the bad luck for the ship. Um, hmm. I just I just don't see the Pope as that kind of a guy. Um, no. Mm -mm. I've been to the Vatican. I don't think he really reads into numbers on boats that, uh, that well, deeply. I mean, I mean, Pope back then? Maybe. He had a little bit more free time. He had a little bit, a little bit less public image than he does now. Yeah, Pope now. Um, also, did briefly see one that said a German U-boat hit it with a torpedo. Um, I just we were we were grasping for straws here with some of these. I saw Maybe. a thing about a cat who her kittens were on the boat, and just before like take off a couple hours before she got all of her kittens off of the boat and like, like there was like this is real like that's what somebody said like on the titanic and somebody was gonna go get on the titanic and when he saw the cat taking her kittens off he took it as a sign and he didn't go and he you know the boat sank 
I'll have to find where I saw that. Let's see if I can I'm so search. I'm so intrigued and perplexed all at the same time. I want to know. <laughs> yeah, send me that. Because um, I do know that that was like a... A lot of people... That was a common thing. Is like once it got time for them to actually leave, a lot of people were like, mm, something doesn't feel right about this. And so they just would like last minute cancel or decide not to go. And a lot of it, I think, was like the more rich people. Because I do remember... Um, like when I was researching into it, not this, just like among over the years, um, there was a lot of there was a lot of the like second and first class citizens that did not end up going for really no like no reason other than they just like forgot or they just changed their mind and didn't want to go. Um, okay. And so the boat went without them. You ready? So, yes. It's the remarkable story. Her name was Jenny. We love you, Jenny. Jenny the Titanic cat um, ships. You know, ships have kept cats on board dating back to ancient times. They can catch mice and rats, and then they um, provide companionship and, and all that stuff. Um, it says, The ship had her own official cat named Jenny, who was kept aboard Titanic as a mascot and worked to keep down the ship's population of rats and mice. Transferred over from Titanic's sister ship, Olympic, Jenny gave birth in the week before Titanic sailed from Southampton. She normally lived in the galley where um, the staff fed her and her kittens um, scraps from the kitchens. Stewardess Violet Jessup wrote that the cat laid her family near Jim, the scullion, whose approval she always sought and who always gave her warm devotion. So, you know, what was the fate of Jenny and her kittens? It turns out on April 10th, 1912 at Southampton, England, as the first passengers were boarding for the ill-fated maiden voyage, Jenny was observed carrying her kittens off, one by one, off of the ship. And rumor has it that Jim, Jenny's unofficial caretaker, saw her leaving the ship with her kittens and saw it as an omen. It's said that he packed his things up and left. Shout out, Jenny. Shout out, Jenny the right? cat. I'm going to send um, it to you. Yeah, please do. I want to link that. Uh, shout out Jenny the cat, man. I mean, I personally don't have any beef with cats, but my entire uh, body does. They literally kill me. <laughs> so, I mean, like, ten, I would follow Jenny. Me too. I'd follow her. Show me the oh, way, girl. There it was. And that's from a website. It's from a website called the Caddington Post. That was just what I, I Googled, but I saw it on, like, TikTok, <laughs> I think. I love that. Um, and... Another theory that I just learned about, and I'm mm -hmm. not totally sure that you would even consider this to be a conspiracy theory because it's actually just like panning out to be more factual than it than anything, is that the iceberg isn't really what caused the sinking. There's a fire. So the Titanic, when it was when it was built, when it was designed, it only had one hull. So it really only had one layer of metal where most modern ships have two. Mm -hmm. But it was not uncommon during this time to build ships with one hull. It was what was customary. So the issue is that because of it only having one hull, it was obviously a lot easier to weaken that one layer of metal versus weakening two layers if there was a second layer of the hull. It is believed that a fire happened inside one of the enormous coal bunkers that the ship had and that it weakened a crucial segment of the ship's hull. 
the bunkers that stored the coal were right next to the hull, and the heat from the fire would have directly heated the metal hull, thus weakening it and damaging the structure of the ship. The reality is that the people who built the ship were the ones that set it up for failure. Designing it how they did was what allowed for the hull to weaken as much as it did, and pictures of the Titanic have been reevaluated, and you can see a 30-foot black streak along the outside of the hull, and that section is close to where the iceberg hit the ship, and it was on the starboard side. Some people, to some people, they it did they did like look into this and make sure that it couldn't have been anything else. And from what everyone else could find, the only reasonable explanation for the black section was the exact situation that we just described. There was a fire. The fire weakened the metal, and it was in the same like right in the same area where it got hit. It is believed that there was a fire about three weeks before the ship set sail, and it was in a 30-foot-tall room that stored the coal, and that, that coal was responsible for fueling the ship, and that the fire was ignored because they knew it would affect the timeline and staying on schedule was important, and they also didn't want to get any bad press. So hmm. you can't let the people know that your one hull layered boat caught fire because it's mad important to the public image. Didn't people see, like, didn't rescue boats see the iceberg? Yeah. No, no, no. It still hit the iceberg. Yeah. Oh, but they're saying, like... But the iceberg would not have been as much of a problem had the hull not been weakened by the fire. Yeah. Uh, Because the Olympic, if you look up, if you Google, because I know you're on your laptop right now, if you Google the pictures of the Olympic, like, 1911, the hull, the hull is freaking huge. I mean, like, it is an astronomically huge hole in the side of this boat. And it was its sister ship, and it was designed with and built with the same parameters. They look exactly alike. They're very, very similar structurally. Um, and I'm not... Are you Googling it? Because you can definitely see the big old hole in the side of it. Yeah. So that ship made it all the way back with that hole in it. So... I don't think that it would have been the hole that was the problem. It was a combination of things. Yeah. Um, so another layer that makes this even more believable is that survivors that did make it to shore, there were some of them that were workers from the ship, and they told people that there was a fire and that it was the fire that was the cause for the sinking. There was even an article published in the New York Tribune about the fire and the survivors explained the situation in their own turn, like in their own words. So those are a majority of the conspiracy theories that I could, um, of the theories that I could find. But personally, with this newfound information, for a long time, I did really like the idea of the switching of the ships. Now that I actually did proper research, I know that doesn't make any <laughs> sense. I had to find a new theory. But seeing the fire thing on TikTok, I was like, whoa, that makes so much sense. So then the more I looked into it, I was like, okay okay all right okay yep okay this makes a lot of sense and if i'm also remembering correctly my eighth grade history fair project was about the rivets that they used to construct the ship so the rivets that they used were not were not the correct type to use for what they were doing they were too weak to handle the weight of the strips of the ship's structure uh, and the particular type of rivet that they used, they were very, they were known to be very brittle and prone to fracturing. So little did 14-year-old me and her friends know, but we were also kind of looking into a little conspiracy theory 
Uh, that was what our whole project was based on, was that the sinking, the iceberg, it was a combination of the iceberg and the rivets, mm-hmm. and that that's why the boat sank. I'm pretty positive we got an A on that, too. So, shout out Mr. Sears. And so, I just want to share what I think as someone who has been obsessed with this for over 15 years. The reality of the situation is I don't think it's possible to put the blame on one in particular thing. I think that if this fire really did happen, which I can't imagine that the workers would lie about it, um, the fire weakening the hull, I can only imagine the fire would have weakened the rivets as well. The rivets themselves were already weak to begin with. Then you add in the iceberg and really any other factor that could come into play. I think all of them together are responsible for the sinking. It just kind of created a perfect storm. And it probably, if it had made it across, it probably would have had to go into, it would have, I think it, I think it would have sank eventually if it didn't sink on that maiden voyage. I think had something happened, I think it would have sank regardless. Um, It's just hard to say which one of those things is the thing that did the ship in. Um, I think if anything, the fire for sure probably did the most damage to the structure of the ship. But I really, like, the way my brain works is I'm really thinking it was mainly a combination of, like, the fire and the weak rivets that those two just combined created the perfect little spot. Um, Yeah. I just, I'm really not believing that it was the mummy or a German (laughs) U-boat. And I can't explain to you why they ignored the iceberg warnings they got, but at the end of the day... It doesn't matter how it happened. It was an awful event. It cost a lot of people their lives. And thankfully, a lot of changes have been made to how we build boats now, guys. So, um, but also, uh, Emily, I don't know if you've ever seen this, but the size comparison between the Titanic and a modern cruise ship. Yeah, I don't. I don't like I it. Have, did you go? Did you see it already? I think I've seen one picture, and it was like very huge. I have to show you this. Hold on. Let's see. It. I don't like it at all. I'm gonna throw it. Let's make. I just got the goosebumps. That's making me very uncomfortable. So, as you guys probably know by now, (laughs) Emily and I. Oh my god. We love to go down these tangents about like how do things work. I do not understand how boats float. I do not understand like because I remember like this when the Titanic was built. If I'm correct in my memory, it was the biggest boat of its time. Yeah. Explain to me how that um, Norwegian... Oh, I'm sorry. That's a that's a Royal Caribbean boat behind it. How that Royal Caribbean boat behind it that is literally like about five times its size even begins to float. Could you imagine... Um, it's impossible, but coming back from the dead and then seeing a cruise ship. Like, look at that. That's them like side by side. Don't like that. Yeah. These... I mean, these cruise ships compared... Like, and this is a this is like a CGI thing, but like, look at that. Yeah. If you guys have not Googled this, like, please, please do take the time to Google, like, a size comparison between the Titanic and modern cruise ships. It is genuinely disturbing to look at. Uh, it makes exactly zero sense to me. Um, because what's crazy, like too, is the Titanic, it had numerous, like, decks and levels. It had numerous, just like a normal cruise ship, it had numerous dining rooms it had a pool it had a gym it had all these it had all the same things that we have on regular cruise ships and i've been on a lot of cruises in my day i probably have been on about uh, 12 or 14 cruises and so thinking about being on a boat that's literally a fraction of that size 
nope. it gives me so much anxiety. I already don't understand how planes fly. I don't understand how boats float. I just have blind faith in both Delta and Carnival to get me where I'm supposed to go and not kill me in the process. <laughs> and you want to really talk about things that don't make sense? I don't understand how... <laughs> Nope. I don't even want job works. I don't understand. Gary sees little things on a screen and doesn't run the submarine into things. He has tried to explain it to me about a thousand times. And it makes no sense to me. And it really hurts my brain. Um My brain is just thinking about it. I just Yeah, so, it doesn't make any sense. So have you seen um that scientist I saw it on TikTok, of course. Scientists think that the entire Titanic itself could disappear by 2030. Oh, no, no, it is going to disappear. It will. And like, I'm really upset. I really wanted to. Like, when I was a kid, that was on my bucket list was to mm-hmm. go back, go down there and, like, actually see it. Um, I've been to the, like, uh, there was a, an exhibit that came to Tallahassee when I still lived there. My sister actually took me. Um, and it was a Titanic exhibit that we went to. It was really cool. I've been to, like the titanic museum and i think we did i think there's one in, or there was one in vegas we did that when we were there the first time um but yeah it is disappearing and that's mm-hmm. really like that's not uncommon it's literally just because of all the bacteria and stuff that's in the salt water it's just eating away and corroding it um modern so i just found this modern cruise ships are on average 20 percent longer than the titanic and twice as high the average royal caribbean cruise ship is about 325 meters long 14 decks high which you triple you triple that for uh, roughly four feet, so it's about 900 feet long. Uh, 14 decks high, and with a gross tonnage of 133,000 tons. In comparison, the Titanic was only 269 meters long, had nine decks, and a grossage ton, uh, a gross tonnage of 46,000. Jeez. Um, that to me makes me want to vomit. Um, there are smaller cruise ships that do have that are like Royal Caribbean fleet that are the similar in size, but yeah. that to me just hurts my brain. Um, and I want to see the the capacity level. Um, oh my gosh, that's crazy! This the Symphony of the Sea is a almost as tall as the Empire State Building without antennas. That is disturbing. Yeah, the Titanic was 882 feet long, and the Symphony of the Seas is 1,100 feet long. Um, I feel like you and I have talked about this before. I feel like we probably have. It, it don't sit right with me. So the Symphony of the Sea can hold 6,600 passengers maximum, and the Titanic can only hold 2,400. It has 2,200 crew members, and the Titanic had 892. Um, the Titanic could actually move... This is kind of impressive. The Titanic could move at a max speed of 23 knots, and the uh, Symphony of the Seas can go 20, 22 knots. Hmm. It costs $400 million in today's money to build the Titanic, and it costs Royal Caribbean $1.35 billion to build the Symphony of the Sea. That is... Disgusting. Uh, yeah, how cruise ships work doesn't make any sense to me because really only like a small chunk of the boat is actually in the water. It it hurts my brain. Um, no, nope. I just and on that note, beep beep beep. Yeah, I don't like to be close. I don't like to be the smallest thing in the room. So I get a lot of anxiety when I'm waiting to board the cruise ship. But once I'm on the boat, I'm fine. 
It's just like when I'm having to look at the boat, I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> okay, I don't like this. No, but don't like, like that. Like Emily said, we're going to cut it there because I don't want to talk about this anymore. My anxiety is very heightened. Yeah, I would um, like to not have bad dreams. <laughs> um, so our tic- our Instagram, we'll plug the socials, is Dark Damn Disturb Podcast. That's the Instagram. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, the TikTok mm-hmm. is Dark Damn Disturb Pod. The Gmail is Dark Damn Disturb Pod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Our Facebook is Facebook.com slash Dark Damn Disturbed, or you can look it up as DDD Podcast. Uh, you can leave a review on Facebook or Apple Podcasts. Uh, Apple Podcasts is preferred, but we will take what we can get. We're happy for anything. Yeah. Um, and thanks so much for all the continued love and support, you guys. Um, I haven't even looked to see how many streams we're at. I should probably do that when we get off here, but we appreciate you guys so much and we hope you guys have a great rest of your day. So bye. Bye.